Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. And it's about 10.15 a.m. here in Hawaii. And I have some good news. Uh, so we finished up all the insulation. Um, the insulation took about three days to install. Um, everything is insulated. Um, all the walls and all the ceiling. Um, the ceiling is insulated with R30. And the walls are insulated with R13. Um, and let me tell you, it has definitely changed the dynamics of the building, um, inside the building at least, a um, couple of ways. First of all, you know, when you build a 2x4 um, wall, you can see through it, right? Until you start putting insulation and drywall and all of that. So now that we have insula insulation in, um, you're unable to see to the next room. So it really starts to enclose things. It really starts giving the room um scale right because um you're you're actually in it right and everything is in closed off um which is nice you can actually see what each room is really going to start looking like you know this is when things start transforming um now the installation does other things as well obviously um thermal right uh it helps keep you cold and it helps keep you warm right so it's, it's more or less to help keep a constant temperature inside of the the house or inside the room so it keeps the heat out and it keeps the cold out and it tries to keep a stable temperature within the room or the house. Uh, and also for the ceiling. Uh, so because we're here in Hawaii, we have tropical weather. It's pretty much sunny most of the time, um, you know, and it can get quite hot sometimes. Um, not in the hundreds, but we have an average of like anywhere between, you know, um, it depends on what time of the year, but averaging about um, 80 to 90 something degrees. Um, you know, so that can get quite, quite hot out there, you know, especially if you're working and stuff. Um, but in the ceiling, the, the attic, um, gets extremely hot, right? It gets really, really hot. And so, um, if you don't put insulation in the ceiling, the radiant heat, um, is going to come through the metal roof, fill up the void, right? That's in the, in the, um, attic and push down that heat, that radiant heat is going to transfer through the drywall to the unit, right so it's going to be a you're going to be hot right or a lot warmer than you would like to be by putting insulation in the ceiling that creates a barrier right if i had to guess the thickness of this insulation that's going that we put in the ceiling it is probably about mm, i want to say at least maybe eight inches thick so that's pretty thick right and, and some of it's actually thicker some of it's like nine to ten inches thick it just depends but um, there's a nice big um, barrier, right? It's kind of like putting on a fur coat, you know, but to help keep, you know, the, the heat out in this in this instance, which does help quite a bit. So before we put the insulation in, it was just open, right? I could see into the trusses, I could see into the roof, and it was hot because all that radiant heat is just coming down. Well, since we've put the insulation in, the rooms stay more cool and they stay more stable. And also the sound in the rooms are now, um, it's deadening the sound. So there's many, many be benefits to insulation. Um, insulation is a pain to work with for the last three days. It has just been terrible. I, I do not like insulation at all as far as insta installing it. Um, it's itchy, it's irritating. Um, you know, especially when you're doing a lot of insulation, you know, you're doing the walls, you're doing the ceiling at the same time. You know, you're cutting, moving, dragging um lifting above you and in the walls so the fibers can really get up in the air right and it becomes hard to breathe 
and very itchy on your neck while you start sweating and your arms and everything else. So it's not the best stuff to work with. I can, I'll promise you that it, it doesn't, I don't like it at all. Um, but I love insulation in a general sense of what it provides. Uh, so I went the extra mile to have everything insulated. Now, as far as the flooring, the subfloor, um, here in Hawaii, um, most people, in fact, I would say almost 99% people do not insulate their floors because we're in a tropical climate. And with that said, um, we don't have to worry about freezing temperatures, right? We don't have to worry about over 100 degrees, you know, as far as that's concerned. Um, so the floor, the subfloor, don't doesn't have to be insulated. Now, you can insulate it if you like, but the norm here is you just don't do it because it's just not needed. Uh, in fact, most times people put tile in the homes here um, to help keep the floor cooler, right? So if you was to put insulation in, um, you know, it's, it's, here's another thing. So if you do like slab on grade, which is a concrete slab directly on the ground, um, there's no insulation in that, right? It's just the, the, the concrete is providing its own barrier in a sense. And then some people put in-floor heating. Well, in Hawaii, we don't have in-floor heating. And if you do decide to put it in, it's something really out of the norm, right? So as long as you insulate your walls and your ceiling, you're pretty much good to go, you know? Um, so that's where we're at right now. I am proud to say it's done, finally. Um, so now we're ready for drywall. So as we speak today, this afternoon at around 1.30, it's 10.20 right now. At around 1.30, I'm actually going to drive across the island because they're the only ones that have the drywall that I need because we have a shortage happening. And so as of right now, there's just enough um, drywall on the other side of the island so I'm gonna take my trailer and I actually have some returns when I did the roofing I actually have three pieces of extra roof and they're they're only eight footers and uh, this was for the porch um, I have three pieces left over I think they were like $90 a piece so I'm going to be returning those um, also um, I do have two rolls of insulation that I did not use I have a roll for the wall and I do have a bundle for the ceiling that that's untouched we did not open that is still brand new so I'm going to return that so I'm looking at probably 300 something dollars um, well, let's see three maybe four hundred dollars in returns just in that stuff alone so that's going to be nice to get four hundred dollars back into my pocket because I'm going to turn around and spend it anyway on drywall so today's plan is to do those returns and pick up all the drywall that way i can bring it back onto this side of the island and then tomorrow morning i have my helper coming out and we're going to unload the trailer and start hauling all the drywall into all the units and stack them on the side once we get the trailer all unloaded we're pretty much ready for drywall installation at that point now i do have a little bit more good news um, which I just got notified of yesterday. I did I wasn't even planning on this. I was still thinking it was gonna take a couple more weeks at least. All the brand new refrigerators, I bought five brand new refrigerators that they had to special order and ship in for me, is actually arriving uh it, it arrived yesterday and it's ready for pickup. So that's awesome. So the same time I go down and pick up all the drywall, I'm gonna pick up all five refrigerators. <laughs> so to say the least. I'm going to be carrying an extremely heavy load um, across the island back here. Um, so I'm going to be going to Home Depot and Lowe's um, to um, do some returns and also pick up some of the, the materials. I'm picking up um, drywall from Home Depot. I'm picking up the refrigerators and stuff from Lowe's. 
so that's really good we're getting very close to having this place you know um drywalled so i'm really really happy about that i'm also dreading it because if any of you have ever done drywall it's not the funnest project <laughs> you know mudding taping letting it dry floating sanding making everything smooth it's a process you know and then especially too if you're gonna go for like real like try to go flat walls without any texture you have to be really on it right because if, if it's flat it's easier to see all the imperfections right and if it's not flat and you have a textured wall it does kind of blend it in a little bit better so you don't really focus on it you don't really see it too much it doesn't stick out um so you know there's two ways of doing it as far as um, a smooth wall or a textured wall um i personally would like a smooth wall um and and, and no texture but because we have so much drywall to do um the time that it would take to make every wall perfectly flat and nice is going to be hard right so with that said i'm probably going to be leaning towards a textured wall when it's all said and done which is going to be a very very light texture not heavy at all just very light um but yeah that's kind of where we're at on all of that oh and as i was leaving the property today to go take trash because when we did all the installation we have all the all the bags that it comes in the wrapping i had tons of trash bags full of all the you know the wrappings um i was taking that out to the dump and when i was leaving the property i actually seen our power company the helco which actually supplies us power right that's going to be giving us the hookup um, for power for this place they were actually out there doing their inspection of the pole that we had put in with all the new breaker panels the new power meters you know all of that because as of right now, this building still does not have actual electricity. We're, we are still building and operating on battery-powered tools. And no problem. We have no problem with that. Um, but, you know, eventually we do need power at this unit, you know, at this home or this building. So it was nice to see them come out to do the inspection on the pole because our local electrician that we hired um, had to dress the pole, put the, you know, put the... Um, the breaker boxes and get everything ready for the actual meter to be locked in right so help will normally do the lock-in of the power meter itself the actual meter um so they came out to do, the, do their inspection so everything looks good so now it's a waiting game again we wait until they can schedule us in to actually do the main hookup from the street to the new power pole that we had installed so we're moving along with that i'm really happy to see that today um yes the lady was very nice i just spoke to her for just a really quick looks like she was busy she just wanted to come out take some pictures of the pole um and she has like a little um binoculars or whatever that way she can really look at the top of the pole to make sure it's dressed correctly with the correct hardware that way when they bring the new wire in it's all correct because the wire they bring in is going to be um pretty big and pretty thick right so everything has to be up to par so i was extremely happy to see that today so today is look so far is looking like a really good day. Um, now, right after I finish this podcast, I already made a parts list, material list for all the drywall that I need. But I'm gonna double check because I have to go across the island. I don't want to be short, and I do definitely do not want to have um, way too much. I, I want to have a couple extra pieces just in case, right? But I, I, the the point is, is that you definitely want to make sure that you have the correct amount that you actually need right because that can really when you're buying a lot of drywall that adds up right you're looking at 
thousands of dollars, right? I think my order as of right now is like 5,000 just for drywall. That doesn't mean it doesn't include drywall, mud, tape, you know, any of that stuff, just the panels is like $5,300 as of right now. So what I want to do is double check my numbers, double check my material list to make sure, you know, they always say measure twice, cut once. And in this case, we're, we're double checking the count to make sure it's correct. That way I feel confident when they load me up and I come back and we get ready to do the, do the drywall, it's going to be good, you know. Um, so I'm getting ready to do all of that. Um, plumbing is all done. Um, that's all squared away. The only thing on the outside that we have to do is still put the um, septic tank um, in the ground and get that all squared away. Um, but that outside projects are going to be done all the same time. I plan on doing the catchment tank and the septic tank all the same time and also the, the driveway. So, um, yeah. That's kind of the outside process, but I want to get the inside pretty much done because I have some people that's going to come in. I already bought everything. I have brand new beds, brand new everything. I bought all brand new memory foam beds for all these places. Brand new. Oh my God. Everything is brand new guys. I mean, absolutely everything. I mean, even down to the screws in the walls and the nails, right? <laughs> everything is brand new. Oh man. I was able to use some stuff though. Um, I would say... I had some leftover PEX connections from my house. Not a whole lot, just a couple pieces that I ended up using on here, but we ended up buying so much um, plumbing fittings and PEX and everything else. Um, so, yeah, guys, I'm really, really ecstatic. Really ecstatic. Like, these places are really starting to look nice and cozy. You know, that's the main thing, cozy. Uh, now, before I get off the topic of drywall completely, before we pick it up and we continue this, this um, you know, project here. Now, the sectional walls, the sectional walls that divide each unit or each room, um, we have insulation, right? Because insulations installed all the walls and all the ceiling. Well, to help provide even more of a barrier between the two units, besides the insulation, um, normally you just put five, I'm um, sorry, um, half inch on your walls and five eighths on the ceiling. Well, in our case, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to be putting five eighths on the ceiling and five eighths on the sectional walls. And then all the rest of the walls will be half inch. So what that's doing is the sectional walls that's dividing each unit will have insulation in the middle, right? And then have five eighths drywall on both sides of the wall. So that's going to, the five eighths is a it's thicker than the half inch drywall. So that's going to provide more of a sound barrier. That's what I'm going for. More of an acoustic barrier. That way we can try to keep the noise down between each unit. So that way if somebody's watching TV a little bit louder, um, you're not going to have to really worry about it in the next unit because, well, we have all the insulation and we installed 5 inch drywall on both sides instead of just half inch. Right. It also makes that wall stronger because it's, it's thicker. And then also it gives a better fire rating. Right. So depending on the drywall you get and the size of drywall you get, the thickness determines the fire rating of that drywall. So you have sometimes what would be referred to as you have a five hour burn time or four hour burn time or six hour burn time. Meaning if the building was to catch fire it would take about four hours for the fire to finally burn through or burn up that drywall before it's, you know, before it goes through. 
well with 5.8 we definitely um, are going thicker so um, we have a little bit more of a fire rating for that so there's a plus plus on that one does it cost more money yes but in the long term it's going to be way better you know i would hate to have to have someone i try to uh, imagine myself being in the unit right renting this place and if i have a neighbor next to me that is louder in general i don't want to hear everything they're doing right you know that could be a nuance right it could be irritating so um in this case by trying to create more of a barrier between the units better yet you know it's it's, it's just a win-win in my eyes but more money so today should be an exciting day guys oh my goodness I'm ready. My trailer's loaded down with the roof and extra pallets. Um, so that way it's going to be easier for them to load up the um, the drywall and all of that. Um, I checked all my car, my truck tires and all my trailer tires, making sure they have proper air. One of my trailer tires was a little bit low, so I went ahead and made sure I filled that up. Um, you know, you always want to make sure your your load, your tires, if you're especially if you're hauling stuff and you're hauling a longer distance you want to make sure all these things are up to par you know the last thing you want to do is start out your day and then you go five miles down the road and you're, you got a flat right or you, or something happens so always trying to prepare i also carry a portable small battery powered um tire inflator it's actually made from milwaukee so it takes milwaukee batteries which i have a ton of so i can easily ref refill a tire even if it goes completely flat the Milwaukee um, tire inflator will do a great job of reinflating that no problem at all. In fact, the reason I went with the Milwaukee one was for two reasons. First, I already had the batteries. But second was really the PSI that it can actually pump up to, which is quite high. Because some of these other ones really struggle at the higher PSIs. Well, this one did a great job. It, it No problem. I can feel 80, 85 to 90 PSI in my trailer tires if I need it. But normally, I run right around 65 um, PSI. Unless I feel like I need to put more air in the tires, I'll put more. Oh, so yeah, I, I laid off my worker today. Actually, yesterday and today. Um, well, actually, yesterday, um, he wanted to take off because it was his birthday. So that's perfectly fine. He asked me, he's like, hey, I keep forgetting it's my birthday. Can I take off? I said, sure, no problem. Take off, enjoy your day. And, um, you know, so then um, actually today I laid him off because I told him that we're going to be picking up drywall late. So there's no sense of coming to work. Let's start tomorrow morning early. That way we can unload and start drywalling. So guys, we're very, very close to having everything squared away. So I'm super, super excited. Oh my God, this place is transforming, guys. Like, I, like at the end of the day, when I'm beat and I'm just exhausted, like... Uh, I do apologize about that phone call that came in. Um, that was actually my bank. Um, they recognize an um, unfamiliar charge. And here's the thing, um, since we're kind of getting off topic a little bit here. Um, I've actually been having some charges, um, two charges in particular from the same company. But I don't know the, the, the company or whatever name they have listed on the charge. It doesn't make sense, right? Like I do research on it. I can't find out where it's at. Like I don't mind paying for something I'm using. But if it's something I'm not using, then why am I getting charged for it, right? Um, so I was actually speaking to the bank about that. And they said, well, we can't stop the payment. But what we can do is you can just, we can issue you a brand new card. And then that old card will no longer be in effect. 
And then she said, we can also dispute um, those charges um, and figure out what's going on. I said, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so little things like that, right? I mean, it's not like a huge charge. I think it's like, it's funny too because they charge me twice on the same 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 day every month, right? So it's like, seems like a subscription of something, but I don't know what it's for. Um, so I'll have to double check that and have that squared away. But uh, anyway, guys, um, the project is coming along very nice. Uh, we bought brand new fans and everything for all these rooms to help keep the rooms cool during the summer days. Because, uh, you know, we're in tropical weather here. Um, and the new fans are really nice. They have these really nice um, LEDs on the bottom and everything. Um, so, yeah, it's going to all turn out pretty good. So, anyway, guys, I'll update you guys as things come along here. Stay positive. Keep your head up, guys. There's so much you can do as long as you're willing to go out there and just get the work done. You know, just get the work done. Yes, does it suck? A lot of this stuff that we're doing that I have to do, I don't like. I do not like at all. <laughs> you know, but this is what I have to do to make it work. Right? So you have to overcome these problems, issues, or um, little things that pop up along the way. You know, um, taking on a project like this by myself is a big deal. It's a lot, right? Because I'm building five units. I'm building five bathrooms, five everything. And then I'm purchasing five of everything and fully outfitting the, the units, right? Fully furnished. So it's, it's a big task. It absolutely is a big task. Um, so, you know, the stress can get to you. Sometimes I just don't want to do anything, but I just have to keep moving. So in the evenings, after I take care of all my stuff, I'll try to watch a movie or something just to kind of escape and not have to think about the building process so much because there's so many little things, right? Did I check that? Did I do that? I, you know, it's all those things going through my head. So um, at the, in the evening, if I have some time and I want to unwind, I try to watch a movie at least or something to, or watch YouTube and catch up on other people's stuff um, just to kind of escape, you know, for a little bit to kind of get my mind off things. And then we're ready to go again, you know. So <laughs> you got to find your, your balance, you know. You got to find a way to try to get some, some sanity, you know, when you're building or whatever project you may be tackling at the moment. So anyway, guys, stay positive and I'll see you guys on the next one.